0: You're listening to the podcast version of Unnecessary Roughness from LVSportsNetwork.com, brought to you by Porta Subs.
1: This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Here's your boy Q. Q.
0: And here we go, kicking off hour number two of the show. It's Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio, 920. My man Ari is in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. I'm here in Bristol, Connecticut for the final day. Matter of fact, as soon as this show's over, I'll make a beeline over to the studio over here. Not Studio Q, but another studio. I, it's funny that I, I always say Studio Q when I'm at the home at the home studio. I'm literally right now sitting in Studio A. <laughs> so it's like I wasn't far off, right? So maybe there is a Studio Q here. This place is so massive. Uh, but, yeah, I'll be making a beeline over, do another show. I'll get off at 1 in the morning here and then i have a couple things i have to tie up real quick here at the radio station make a beeline across the street to the double tree hotel where i'm staying at pick up my bag uh, i've already packed and everything good to go get in the car drive about 45 minutes to the airport and be ready for my flight at 6 a.m go to philadelphia then get on another flight get to vegas land around 11 in the morning, go to the house, shower and watch my, wash my backside a little bit, right, so I don't be stinking when I get to Buffalo Wild Wings, go to Buffalo Wild Wings, do a show from 2 to 5 p.m., then make a beeline back to the house for Studio Q to do a show and get off at 10 p.m. instead of 1 a.m., and then it's the weekend and I can take a nap. so there you go did that make you tired just telling you everything i had to do literally
1: about to say i'm exhausted right now just hearing all that
0: (laughs) yeah it's a lot of busy stuff it's a lot of busy stuff but you know that's what we sign up for so that's what we do it's been a great time so don't feel bad for me this is uh it's just another adventure in the life of q before we get into our nfl picks go through the the slate of games through week one let's go ahead and go out to the phone lines talk to our good friend Juan the smasher welcome to the show what's on your mind Juan?
2: what's up q what's going on
0: i'm chilling man i'm chilling how you doing
2: and I know that's right. I'm right here, ready, Q. This is the best time of the year, and I can't wait for Sunday because you know, because my, because my boy, uh, Josh J, he, he's gonna continue. and He's gonna get that seventh win against those chumps. And you know what I'm saying? That, that fool's gonna get uh a buck fifty, two TDs. And for the wow. defense, my, uh, my boy Mad Max is gonna get two sacks and and the pick. I don't know who's gonna get maybe Epps. That's all I'm saying. Because them donkeys, I can't stand them fools. AFC West cats. Every time we play them, it, it's just like it's just, I always look forward to these AFC West chumps. because you know seven in a row. Q. I'm calling it right now. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Raiders.
0: There he goes, Juan the Smasher. Always fired up. I love it, man. I love it. He said, I can't stand them fools. Always says that. I'm. I'm. I'm not mad at that. Every team he talks about, Ari. He says that's his. That's his catchphrase right there. I can't stand them fools. And hey, at least he's consistent. Right, he is consistently consistent, and I'm okay with that. So, thanks so much for that call. I appreciate you, Josh Jacobs. He said 150 and a couple TDs, Max Crosby, a couple sacks and an interception. I'll say this: if there's going to be an interception, I'll throw this out there. If there's going to be an interception on Sunday by the Raiders' defense, I think it's going to happen in the middle of the field. I really do. Russell Wilson likes to thread the ball down the sidelines. He really and he likes to take that deep shot. But when he has to throw the ball down the middle of the field, a lot of times he gets a little it gets a little hairy and if Max is able to get some pressure on him and he thinks he has a shot and he takes it, that's when mistakes happen. And that's why I think that there'll be something happens around the middle of the field uh, is maybe maybe the linebacker area or maybe a little bit deeper than that. A guy like Epps or a guy like Merrick could come up with a big play. That's what if I'm going to call my shot for Sunday, that's what I'm going to call an interception in the middle of the field. So we'll see if I'm any remotely close to right. Uh, If they come up with a turnover or two, that would be great. So uh, thanks so much for that call. I do appreciate you now. We're going to go through our NFL picks quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, I got Hunter Renfro on the way. Vinny sent that over, so we got that coming for you, a little Hunter Renfro locker room sound as uh, the Raiders are going through their media. time right now. Vinny's over there. Vic's over there. Tashawn Reed. You know, the whole cast of characters, everyone's over there in the Raiders locker room. So we'll hear from Hunter Renfro in just a little while, and then we have Lincoln Kennedy coming up at 3.30. But Ari, you're going to take over the wheels of steel. Go ahead and go through the games, and obviously we're starting with some Thursday night football with the Chiefs and the Lions.
1: Let's do it. All right. You got a four and a half. uh, There are four and a half favorites, the Chiefs. I am taking that, and I'm taking them from the win over the Lions.
0: Yeah, I am too. Uh, I don't believe the Lions hype train. I know Travis Kelsey's out. I know, know Chris Jones. I'm not believing the Lions hype train until I see it. Right now, by the way, if you're out and about around town, and you want to go watch the game with Radio Nation Radio 920, Clay Baker will be at uh, Chickie's and Pete's. So you can go check him out at Chickie's and Pete's inside of the Sahara Las Vegas. It's always a good time to have a good time out there. I love the Sahara Las Vegas. They've been great to us, and we want to make sure we take real good care of them. So check out Clay this evening over there at Chickie's and Pete's. But, yeah, I'm rolling with Kansas City. Uh, The four and a half points doesn't matter to me. I think they win by at least a touchdown. No Kelsey, no Jones. It's all good. Casey's got this one. That's an easy one. (laughs) Yeah, I think so.
1: Panthers and the Falcons, 10 a.m. on Sunday, by the way. Okay. Uh, I'm taking the Falcons, and yes, on the
0: three-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, man, yeah. The the Falcons are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Okay. Um, I'm rolling with Carolina in this one. I'm rolling with Carolina. Uh, you know, obviously the points are there. I think they outright win it. You know, they could keep it close, and, and you could still come up a winner. I think the Carolina's going to outright win this one. So, uh, yeah, no worries. There you go. Carolina got it.
1: Ooh, controversial here. Uh, <laughs> also Sunday, 10 a.m., the Bengals and the Browns. Uh, the Bengals are two point favorites.
0: Oh, man! Cincinnati struggles with Cleveland for some reason. Cleveland has had their number lately. I think Cleveland's going to be better than they have been. I'm actually going to roll. I'm not going to go with the favorite. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns in on this one. I think Cleveland gets it done.
1: Okay. I saw Gooch walking around with his Browns jersey. It kind of made me.
0: Oh, Gooch is a Browns fan. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. give me Cincinnati. He's the pride
1: of the building for years. He's been that guy just walking around here with his head down. That's, All right, well, give me fun. the
0: Bengals then. <laughs> you sure? No, I'm just kidding. But. <laughs> I'm keeping you on the Browns. I think that's. I think you made a good. <laughs> Who case. are you picking? The Bengals or the Browns? Oh, I failed to
1: mention that. I am taking the Bengals.
0: You know, okay, I'm just there going. You go. with that's it. a good think, decision.
1: Yeah, I think so. Now that
0: I know that Gooch is the representative for uh, for the Browns.
1: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but you never. Yeah, no, they they could. I think you you're not crazy for that. All right, Colts and the Jags uh, coming up here. That okay. is. Oh, there it is. 10 a.m. Sorry. Uh, and the jags are 5 point favorites and i'm uh, i'm actually i'm taking the jags but i'm not taking the the, uh, the 5 points so i actually think this is going to be a tight one okay for so you think
0: it's going to be close so you're going so you're rolling with the colts that's what you're doing you're rolling with the colts but
1: no no i'm rolling with the jags i'm just saying i don't know if they're going to oh, cover you don't the, think they're going the to cover
0: the sp- i got you it's going to be so a tight yeah, okay. one. okay all right so you got the jags to win the game but not to cover Correct. Gotcha. Gotcha. my bad hey look man my bad <laughs> um, I'm going to roll with the Jaguars. I think they're going to cover as well. I think Anthony Richardson is going to struggle. No Jonathan Taylor. So I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I think they win by double digits.
1: Gotcha. Vikings and the Bucks, 10 a.m. Uh, Vikings are five and a half point favorites, and I'm taking them for sure and taking them yes on the uh, favorites.
0: Man, I hate going with Minnesota. I really do. I know they have a really good offense. But I just don't trust them, and I don't trust Kirk Cousins. And I was working with a guy last night on ESPN that tried to tell me Minnesota's going to be in the Super Bowl against Baltimore. That was his pick. And I was like, man, I had to ring the bell on him. I was like, come on, man, get out of here. So I don't like Minnesota uh, as a team. I don't like Kirk Cousins as a quarterback, but I really don't like Tampa Bay, what they got going on either. So I think Minnesota wins the game. I would not be shocked, though, if they don't cover, right? I I would not be shocked at all. I'm just going to go ahead and take Minnesota. I'll take them to cover, but I don't feel comfortable with it.
1: All right. Saints and the Titans. Saints are three-point favorites, and I'm taking them as well on both.
0: I'm going to go against the Saints on that one. I'm going to roll with Tennessee. Um, I don't know what their offense is going to look like, but I do know they have Derrick Henry. I know that Derrick Carr is the best quarterback in that division right now. I'm not going against the Saints because Derrick Carr is a quarterback. I just... Don't everyone's ruled out Tennessee from being a good team this year because they have so many questions at the quarterback position. I think Mike Vrabel's is a really good coach, and I don't believe Dennis Allen is. So I'm gonna, I think Dennis Allen's a good defensive coordinator. I don't think he's a good head coach. So I'm gonna roll Tennessee and Mike Vrabel on this one. So, uh, New Orleans is giving them three points. I think not only do they keep it close, I think they outright win. So uh, we're going through the week one schedule right here on Raider Nation Radio 920 unnecessary roughness. Go ahead, Ari, take it away. You
1: got it. The Niners, two and a half point favorites against the Steelers.
0: Oh no, no! Ring the bell on that one. I'm going with Ding. Pittsburgh. I'm tell you, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking Pittsburgh, man. I uh, I don't believe in. I I think that I think that the 49ers are being a little arrogant. I know we've talked to plenty of people that believe that they're going to be fine and that they can coach up any any quarterback to be really good. I think they're being a little arrogant with the fact that they're trusting Brock Purdy is going to be great coming back from a UCL, and I know he's looked fine in training camp, this, that, and the other. But now it gets real. Right. And there's guys, there's dogs that are become like TJ Watts going to be coming for his helmet. Right. So I'm just I just think that it's going to be it's a little bit of a struggle for the 49ers out the gate, at least uh, when it comes to that quarterback position and who's really going to be their guy. Uh, if if it gets down to Sam Darnold, we know he's not the guy I'm, I'm going to roll Pittsburgh in this one. I think that Kenny Pickett's a lot better than he was a year ago, his rookie year. So I think that they they uh, they outright win this game.
1: Okay, yeah, I struggled with this one a little bit, but I am—I'm going to take the Niners. And if—if that—if the line wasn't just so small, two and a half, I might be tempted to say they're not going to cover it. But yeah, two and a half—that's yeah.
0: So all right, there we go. All right, so Q,
1: there you go. Okay, <laughs> should we even do this one? The Cardinals and the Commanders, who yeah. are uh, seven-point favorites, the Commanders.
0: Man, I want to just say it's a no doubter that Washington's going to win. But I feel like seven points is a lot for Washington because I just don't know what their offense is going to look like. I know Eric Biennami's there. I know they believe in Sam Howell, but do I believe in Sam Howell? So I'm going to reluctantly roll with Washington. <laughs> uh, I don't think Arizona would win the game anyway, but I do think it could end up being closer than that seven point spread. But I'm going to go ahead and take Washington uh, and, and assume that they're going to win by seven or more. But I'm not 100% comfortable with it. Let's put it like that.
1: Yeah, I can, uh, I get you. Alright, the possible Super Bowl winning champion Baltimore Ravens are 10 point favorites over the Texans. Uh, and, yeah, I'm going with that. And also because Lamar Jackson's in my fantasy team, so you know I'm of going with the Ravens. Of
0: course you are. Uh, I'm going to roll with Baltimore <laughs> as well. I think that they're going to win the AFC North. I really like them as a as a heck of a team. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, but I think that offense is going to be a lot better than it was a year ago. Todd Monken is a good offensive coordinator, so I think he's going to do some good things with Lamar Jackson. So, yeah, I'll roll with uh, Baltimore, 10 points. That's fine. Houston's not going to score a lot of points. Their defense, I bet you, will be better. But they're not going to score a lot of points and compliment them. So I think that there's somehow, some way, uh, Baltimore will find a way to cover.
1: All right. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, The Packers and the Bears. The Bears are just one-point favorites. Um, I'm not buying – I just want to be clear. I'm not buying into all this overhyping of Justin Fields. I recognize his talent. I'm just saying. But I still have the Bears. And, yes, taking that one-point favorite.
0: I'm going with Green Bay. I think they're going to be a lot better than people think. I'm rolling with Jordan Love. Uh, he looks comfortable. He looks relaxed. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. Green Bay uh, was very comfortable moving on from uh, Aaron Rodgers and rolling with Jordan Love. Now he's got to reward their their confidence by by getting it done. So I think he will. So I'm taking Green Bay flat out outright win on, on a Sunday at 125.
1: All right. Not bad. Uh, also 125 Sunday. That's the Eagles and the Patriots. The Eagles are four-point favorites. Uh, and I have the Eagles – but I'm going to say no on that line. I'm gonna, Okay.
0: Okay. So think, all right, you got the Eagles to win but not to cover.
1: Yeah, I think the Patriots have like some sneaky good defense or maybe it's not yeah, even sneaky but yeah. um but yeah, and then they might just also Bill Belichick is uh, possibly going through a divorce. So I think he's hungry, and ready to go. <laughs>
0: right? He'll do his, his betting, best work. So that, <laughs> He'll do his best work while he's going through a yep. divorce or a breakup or whatever We're the case talking. may be. I think I think that the Patriots' defense is going to be really good. I I do believe that the Eagles are going to struggle a little bit. Just, I mean, the Super Bowl hangover, in my opinion, is real. They've lost some players, uh, but they still have Jalen Hurts, and they still have that offense. So I'm going to roll with Philly uh, and the four points. That's fine. I think they'll cover. I think they'll win by seven. But I think the Patriots' defense is going to show some things, and we'll see what Billy O looks like as offensive coordinator for the Patriots, see if Mac Jones looks better than he did a season ago.
1: There you go. 125 also. The Dolphins and the Chargers. The Chargers are three-point favors, and I'm taking the Dolphins.
0: So there you go. Yeah, I am too. For the eh. win. Oh, I okay. No, straight up, yeah, I'm too. <laughs> the Chargers are three-point favorites, but I'm definitely rolling with Miami. Uh, I think that that Dolphins offense is going to be fantastic. Uh, their defense is probably going to struggle a little bit. Jalen Ramsey's out till at least late December. And, uh, you know, so I think that that will take a while To come together, but the Chargers are working with a new offensive coordinator and Kellen Moore. How much does Justin Herbert push the ball down the field and can Miami take advantage of that? So I think the Dolphins will score early and often. I'm rolling with Miami in that one as well. All
1: right. Uh, 125 is the Rams and Seahawks, and the Seahawks are five and a half point favorites. And uh, I'm taking them and I'm reluctantly taking that on the line to cover the five and a half as well.
0: I think they're going to beat the brakes off the Rams. I really do. I don't think the Rams are going to be worth the salt this uh, this year. Cooper Cup is out for Sunday. He might be on the IR. They might have to put him out for at least four games. Uh, Matt Stafford is healthy right now, but is anybody else? Uh, you know, and, and, of course, Aaron Donald gets it done defensively. But I think Seattle takes that next step this year after shocking everybody, making it to the playoffs, being led by Geno Smith. So, yeah, I'm going to roll with Seattle. The five and a half points is fine. They're going to win by at least seven. I'm good with that. And uh, yeah, there you go. Seattle minus five and a half against the Rams. So we got a couple more games left. we got uh, the Cowboys and the Giants. we got Monday Night Football. And, of course, we'll close things out with the Raiders and the Broncos. So, Ari, go ahead and take it away.
1: All right, yep, the Cowboys and the Giants. Cowboys are favored three and a half, and uh, I'll take that. I'll take them for the win and the, and the points.
0: Oh, man, this is going to be a good one. This is really a good one. This is a division game. Um, nobody wins that NFC East the same two years in a row. Right? It just hasn't happened since two thousand three and two thousand and four. So I'm gonna roll Man. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get outside of my character. I'm gonna roll with the Giants, man. I think that the Cowboys I actually picked the Giant, the Cowboys to win this division. I'm gonna roll with the G Man to get this victory though. I think that they uh they get it done. They have more weapons around Daniel Jones. I'm not a big believer in Daniel Jones, but uh Dax gotta prove it as well. So I think he will. I just think he's gonna struggle a little bit coming out the jump, and that's Sunday night football right there. Cowboys, Giants again. Cowboys minus three and a half. This is unnecessary. Roughness, readiness, radio 920. Each and every week, we'll go through the games of the week. All week long, we'll give you uh, each one of the, the games. We'll go through and pick them for you. So uh, that's what we're doing right now. we got a couple games left. Uh, All right, Monday Night Football.
1: All right. I've thought long and hard about this. It's the Bills and the Jets. 515. Two and a half points, the, uh, the Bills are favored by. And I am just, I'm going to go with the Jets. Not because it's the cool thing to do or because this or that or Aaron Rodgers. I just – I don't know. The Bills just seem a little bit messy to me right now. So, that's, I'm taking the Jets.
0: I'm going to roll with Buffalo. Um, and the only reason I'm rolling with them, I do think they're wonky. Like you said, there's a little, little something wrong with them right now. But I think the Jets are going to struggle to to come together immediately. Right? The expectations are they're going to be this great team and Aaron Rodgers is going to lead them to the promised land. Like, he hasn't won, had a ton of success in the playoffs in his career. Um, I think that they're going to be a good team, but uh, that offensive line scares me. So somehow Buffalo finds a way to get a victory on Monday Night Football. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm rolling with Buffalo uh, over the New York Jets straight up, probably win by at least seven. So I'm good with that. All right, Ari, you know the final game we got. Yes, Uh,
1: with zero bias and fully objectively, I'm taking the Raiders. Uh, The Broncos are favored by three-and-a-half over the Raiders to win this game, but I'm taking the Raiders straight up.
0: Yeah, I am too. I've said it a lot that I think that they're a better team than the Broncos are, at least right now. And, you know, by the time they play them in Week 18, maybe it'll be different. Maybe Denver will be on some hot streak. We're like, wow, Sean Payton really did that. But, again, man, I'm I'm act like I'm from the show-me state, right? Just you got to show me that you're going to be better than what you've been. And the Raiders have beat the Broncos six times in a row. There's something to be said about that. That's not luck. You don't luck into six wins in a row. You know, something's going on there. Raiders obviously have their number. They've gone into Denver uh, they played the Broncos with multiple coaches that led up to that six-game winning streak, so it's not like one coach in particular. So I just think that the Raiders, until Denver finds a way to actually beat them, uh, I'm not, I'd am not. i be foolish to roll with Denver. So they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite because they're at home, and that's it. If it was in Vegas, clearly it'd either be a push them or the Raiders would be three-and-a-half-point favorite. So I think the Raiders are the better team. I'm picking them as well. So there you go. That's the slate of games right there for this upcoming week starting tonight. The Chiefs and the Lions, and again, Travis Kelsey has been ruled out. Chris Jones is out because well he's still trying to get that contract taken care of. If there was any of those games that you didn't agree with, you thought that we were wrong, Ari was wrong, I was wrong, whatever the case may be, you want to chime in about the the week one schedule in the NFL? Let us know about it six nine one eight seven keyword R and R seven zero two three six five ninety two hundred as well. Plus we got Hunter Renfro on the way. Vinny caught up to him in the locker room. Also caught up with Michael Mayer, Josh Jacobs, and more. So we got plenty of sound from the Raiders locker room on the way. And we have Lincoln Kennedy coming up at 3.30. So we got a lot to get to in a little bit amount of time. It's Raider Nation Radio 920.
1: This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Presented by the Jewelers of Las Vegas. Here's your boy Q. Q.
0: Got Hunter Renfro in the Raiders locker room on the way in a matter of seconds. But let's go uh, Let's go out to the phone lines at 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy, Vince. Welcome to the show. Vince from Vegas, what's on your mind? Q, what's going on, baby? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm chilling.
2: I'm chilling, man. Me too. I'm on my way to work. Love what you do. I always listen to you when I'm on the way to work. Just real quick, because I know you got a guess. I, like you said, we beat the Broncos. three six. We 6-0 six against the Broncos. That's three straight seasons whooping they butts, right? I don't understand where the bookies are coming from making them a a three-and-a-half-point favorite against us. It's just ridiculous, including with the injuries that they're suffering at the receiving court. I believe we're going to beat the Broncos once again. And I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but depending on how we play, how our team looks, how that offensive looks, how the offense looks, how the defense looks against that game... I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident in marching into Buffalo because, to be honest, Q, I was never really sold on Buffalo. If you look at, yes, Josh Allen put up numbers, but look at the schedule. They ain't really play nobody. Yeah, they beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they beat the Ravens. I'll give them that. They kind of put sort of played in a semi-tough division, but there was no Aaron Rodgers there. There's, I have Buffalo, and judging by how Buffalo plays against New York Jets in that home opener, I'm taking the Jets. Easy money line. I still don't understand why the bookies have Buffalo – and all this hype to me, that super window, the super uh, bowl window is closing. But anyway, my point is, we beating the Broncos come this Sunday, and I wouldn't be surprised if we beat Buffalo in Buffalo. I right, appreciate you, Q. Keep doing your thing, man.
0: Hey, man, great call. Be safe. Have a good day at work, my man. Definitely appreciate you. And, yeah, I'll tell you, I'm not real high on Buffalo either. I took them because I think that the Jets are going to struggle early on. But I'm not high on Buffalo, and I think that there's some smoke there, right? I think that they've got some issues going on. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I know a lot of people nationally that I've talked to think that Buffalo's, uh, you know, window to win a championship is still wide open like some old school TV antennas. I'm not that guy. I really am not. So that's, that's going to be interesting to see how they are this year, right? Because we all know the stuff that happened on the field with DeMar Hamlin last year really kind of derailed Buffalo as far as emotionally. And that was, you know, the reason that they were talking about. And, you know, I don't like to, to put, you know, any kind of, I don't, I don't like to make light of what happened with Demar Hamlin at all, but that was, you know, a lot of the reasons that people said that they didn't have the success that they were supposed to have was because they were just emotionally drained. So okay, I'll give them that. Let's see what they do this year. Let's take one more quick call. How about Glenn in Denver? Oh man, he's out there. He's in the thick of things. What's up, Glenn? In the belly of the beast, my man. There you are.
2: Yeah, you, you got me now. Yes, sir. Awesome, man. Hopefully I don't try killing my radio feed this time. But, um, yeah, man, it, it, it's kind of funny the way they're talking out here about the Raiders in this game. And you would think it's a high school team that they're playing. I mean, they're just, they have, they're going to the Super Bowl the way they're talking, man. It's awesome. But the one thing that I really, really want to see out of McDaniels is what he was talking about. I think it was probably a couple weeks ago about him wanting to uh, not let off the gas when he has a lead to mm-hmm. where they've got to make just futile adjustments at halftime. I want to see them just keep their foot on the throat and just keep pounding it, man. That, that's what I want to see out of McDaniels. I like it. for this game.
0: I like it. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's Glenn from Denver right there. And yeah, you were talking about when he was on with, uh, with Will Compton from busing with the boys. And it was just a little clip that we have played. Matter of fact, Ari, I think you have that there in the Finley Cadillac performance studio, right? Will Compton and Josh McDaniels, when he's talking about some of the reasons why they lost last year was because they got to a point, they got to a lead and they didn't. They didn't step on the neck. They didn't finish them like the old school video game. Here, matter of fact, what you're talking about, Glenn. Here it is, right here: Josh McDaniels and uh, Will Compton on bustle with the boys last year. Like you brought up
2: the 59 minutes of the game. Like it felt like the boys always played solid mm-hmm. until that fourth quarter, until later yeah. in the game, and just a player or the matter.
0: Yeah, we 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 have to we have to get better at that. That's not just a that's a that's a everybody. You know, coaching, playing, situational awareness um, we had leads and we got to learn how to close, you know what I mean? It's like being ahead in a boxing match. And instead of being content and saying, Hey, let's just win it on points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's go knock the guy out, you know? And so, you know, if we get in that situation again this year, hopefully we'll have a a better idea of what we need to do to keep playing the way we're playing, because that's Mm -hmm. how we got the lead. And so we just didn't, we didn't quite establish that last year. And that's, that's my fault. So we have to do a better job. No doubt about it. There you go, Glenn. Hey, great call, Glenn, and, and that's a great reference right there. Definitely need to make sure, like he said, they can't try to win it by the scorecard. They've got to go ahead and knock the opponent out. And so if you're going to get up on Denver, right, you go ahead and stay up on them, right? It, whatever it, whatever you did to get there, if you get a 20-point lead like you had on the Arizona Cardinals week two at the house, finish them. You know, whatever it took to get there, keep that thing going. And, and, and put them out of their misery, right? Because you know if you're up 20 nothing, it's not going to take a whole lot more to say, okay, that's enough, right? You know, it, it's, it's not going to take a whole lot more points. So that's something that I think is, uh, you know, important. So I'm glad you brought that up, Glenn. Thanks for the call. Real quick before we get to Lincoln Kennedy, we got him coming up at 3.30. I mentioned a couple times that Vinny Bosaigneur is doing yeoman's work right now in the Raiders' locker room. Here's the conversation with wide receiver Hunter Renfro. Hey,
3: we talked to you uh, in, in, in training camp. Um, about sort of, I don't know, either learning from last year or putting yeah. last year behind you. How, how, yeah. how eager are you to kind of get back yeah. on the field? Just yeah, it's been racing. a long, it's been a long time, you know. And uh, so I'm ready to go. But you know, it's a new year. I don't think uh, you know I, I learned a lot from last year, but also uh, I'm trying to have a short memory as well, and um, just get back to what I've done. You know, 10 years playing the game. So. Um, to get back out there in terms of what you did learn what anything that in particular uh, I'm, I'm stubborn you know okay <laughs> I'm very stubborn at times but uh, no I mean I think uh, I think it, it was a lot of new stuff um, that happened and a lot of you know differences in, in ways we used to do things versus now and it just it took a while to get used to some things and um, on the field off the field that sort of stuff but um, you know, I think it's it's uh, hopefully starting to clear up now and it's good to go. Does it ever get to a point where you figure out, you, I can't fight City Hall, and I just got to kind of do what <laughs> I'm, so, I'm being asked or, or I mean, to do, Or is there an appreciation where, where, okay, yeah. I see where the vision is here? Yeah, and I wouldn't say that, you know, I don't want to paint that narrative yeah. that, um, you know, we were, we were tensioning, we were fighting, you know. It just takes time to learn offense, and, um, you know, it doesn't matter if it's Groom's offense or McDaniels. It just takes time. And so hopefully, you know, I I've, I've felt a lot, lot more familiar coming in this year, you know, through the process, through fall camp, and so it's been good. You Are know. you one of those guys where uh, the first game is just one of 17, or is there a different kind of buzz for an opening game? Yeah, I mean, you definitely have a lot of uh, anxious feelings, but, uh, you know, they're all they're all the same. I mean, you, you, you try to build and you try to get better as you go, so, you know, it's a starting point, right? And um, from there, you know, you try to get better every week. How long is it going to take for you and Jimmy Garoppolo to kind of get – in sync or for any yeah. receiver and a new quarterback to get yeah. in sync? Yeah, I mean, it takes it takes time, you know, but we've been working for, what is that, four or five months now um, since May, and so, uh, you know, we've, we've definitely been putting in the work and, you know, hopefully it comes to fruition on Sunday. How curious or excited are you about seeing how all these pieces do end up working together? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we just got to take one play at a time, right? I mean, I'm excited, but, uh, you know, I've been excited for it, so we just have to go out there and and uh, have a one-play mentality. And if we focus on doing our job, then we'll be all right.
0: There you go. Hunter Renfro in the Raiders locker room with Vinny Bossiorn and a couple other of the reporters, the beat writers out there. And uh, again, this is a great time. I uh, love the fact that the locker room is open now because it is a game week and wish that I could be there, but obviously I can't because well, it is open <laughs> while we're on the radio here. So that's fine. We're uh, we're going to do that. We're going to make it do what it do, but definitely appreciate Vinny sending that over. As a matter of fact, Lindsey Brown is over there. I believe Clay might be over there as well. So uh, really attacking it from many different angles. So we definitely appreciate everyone's efforts right now getting as much sound from the silver and black as possible. There was Hunter Renfro, Vinny Bonsignor and a few others. we got Josh Jacobs, Kobe Myers, uh, Michael Mayer, and some more still on the way. 702-365-9200. Vegas Pete said, Q, is so loud in the Raiders locker room. Why? It sounds like someone's uh, wielding in the background. It's very distracting. Listen to. Ask the Raiders locker room. It's probably lockers closing, people having conversations. That's the one thing about going into the locker room. Uh, when you go in there, that's that's their place, right? We're in there. Uh, we get to get uh, a few minutes of their time. And so that's why I try to listen to it. all. Uh, as Ari said, he's trying to upload uh, Josh Jacobs right now and get it ready for us. I have to go through it because you never know what side conversations are going on. You never know what kind of language is being <laughs> used during those uh, side conversations. You know, there's a lot of things that you just don't know. Uh, about the about the locker room sound so as much as we love it sometimes there's you know things going on in the background but uh, for the most part I think especially with Hunter I think everything was pretty pretty clear so like I said we got some Josh Jacobs on the way we got some Jacoby Myers and more so uh there you go uh 702-365-9200 a couple of texts that are coming through and uh want to know what you think about this game coming up on Sunday versus the Denver Broncos where do they where do they um where where are they on your on your list of of hated rivalries for the Raiders to play and then Uh, Who is a guy, who is a young guy that you're looking forward to seeing? Somebody who's new to the team, either a draft pick or uh, by way of free agency. Let us know about it. 702-365-9200. All right, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break. Uh, We'll come back. We'll get to some Josh Jacobs sound. We'll give some stuff away. We got tickets to the Aces and a whole lot more. We'll do that on the other side. It's Rainish Radio 920. This podcast version of Unnecessary Roughness on LVSportsNetwork.com is brought to you by PortaSubs. Subs. Make sure you check out Porta Subs' six foot party trays. They're perfect for game days. You'll get your choice of three made to order classic subs made with premium meats and cheese on your choice of fresh baked bread, loaded with fresh veggies, toppings, and sauces. Game Day six foot trays serve 12 to 16 people so you can sit back and enjoy the game. Available at all Las Vegas area Porta Subs, neighborhood sandwich shops, order ahead at Porta Subs com
1: You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio 920
0: AM My man Ari in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio I'm here in Bristol Connecticut on the campus of ESPN final day here in Bristol I'll be Making a beeline on the way back to Cali, 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 like Ari. So nicely put in that rejoiner. Well done there, Ari. I definitely appreciate that. Coming up at 4 o'clock, we have Vinny Bonsignor, uh, who is over at the Raiders facility right now, talking to many players, talking to coaches, observed practice earlier, so we'll get his thoughts on what's coming up on Sunday, Raiders and Broncos, as he is going to be on a bird and fly to Denver and be ready to cover that game like a glove like he does. We definitely appreciate Vinnie Monsignor. As a matter of fact, he sent over running back Josh Jacobs. We heard from him earlier uh, by way of Zoom when Josh met with the media, but this is in the locker room, one-on-one. Well, not one-on-one. There's a few reporters in here, but right in the locker room just a little while ago, here's Josh Jacobs.
4: Some, some days I worked out in the morning, some days I worked out at night, but same type of schedule, man. Like I, like I was telling them the other day, I was like, man, will you when you stop doing something for like two weeks and then you've been accustomed to doing it every day for, you know, eight months uh, It's weird to just say, like, you can't just, it, your body just don't let you do it, so It, it was, it was an interesting, you know, offseason, it was cool What you get closer to the game, do you feel you're ready to your Yeah, I mean, like anything, I feel fresher than yeah, most people, look like,
3: what's
4: <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, uh, I, I thought that was, a. Uh, you know, a lot of respect from the guys, you know, when you to the captain with only like three or four days being back in the building. Um, so, I mean, I didn't know how that was going to go. However it went, you know, I was just going to roll with punches. But just to sort uh, see that the respect that I got from the guys is, is definitely a huge uh, achievement to me. It's your third year in a row being a captain. How big is that for you personally? Uh, man, you know, honestly, man, I don't think it really affects nothing differently. I think the only thing really for me that it affects is, uh being able to speak up for the team, you know, in certain situations. Um, but really, man, I mean, I just go go about business as business is done. Have you read the stats about your Week One success? About how you've done against the Broncos? And far it just, I've seen a little bit of it. I've seen a little bit of it. But right? end of the day, man, they got a new head coach. You know, they got a new philosophy up there. They got a new DC. You don't, you don't know what they are coming with. Uh, so for me, man, I'm just gonna go out there and just try to play my game. What is it like knowing that
2: you are going against the a team coached by Sean Payton?
4: I mean, it's dope. But I have the opportunity, you know, to spend some time with him in the off season, uh, just talk to him and see how he thinks and things like that. Um, and, you know, I got a lot of respect for him, um, but it's gonna be fun to go against him. What's it uh, like
3: after?
4: Yeah, that was the Super uh, Bowl, kind of like, uh, yeah, that whole, week, that whole week of meetings. So.
3: Obviously, in last year's leading Russian league, when you come back into this year, like, how
4: do you try to set the bar for yourself? Man, I will like, never set, I will never, I know I, I, it's kind of kind of weird saying, but I don't never set goals. Like I'm not one of the people like that. Be like, okay, I want a thousand yards at the end of the season. I kind of just be like, okay, each day I come in, I want to work on this. And I feel like if you put the work in and you work on the, you know, the things that you need to improve all each day, that like, the Sunday come, everything is gonna take care of itself. So you feel like it's like a, a realistic limit for a number of carries you can have in week one i I'm feel fresh hopefully hopefully i hopefully i get a lot but you know we i don't know really what they're thinking of you know how much they want to use me and how much uh smart to do uh coming in with me you know not being here so i don't know i know you built up set the bar individually like you said but what about team wise?
3: is, is yeah. there a bar you're hoping to you get to yeah man i
4: mean i mean i spoke to a lot of the guys about that in the locker room uh it's about man, you know, since I've been here, but I've only had one winning season. Um, so really like all the individual accolades. Don't really mean nothing if you don't win. So like for me, like that's my main focus to win. You know, with everything being here and all of these types things, I want to be in a conversation towards the the season. Monty said, like better. Like I guess. To open people, is that who you are? Uh I mean I I make sure I go out my way to get to every guy in the building. I mean people working here, you know, I was, that's how I was raised. Um, you know, but not only that, I feel like, you know, when I'm in a game I can make a lot of people drop a lot easier. So they like that. <laughs> I feel that's like just how important
3: is a fast start. To
4: uh, fast start in general is just, is just huge, you know. Especially at the beginning of the year, where we don't really know what they're gonna come out and do, they don't really know what we're gonna come out and do. Uh, it's really just gonna be about fundamentals. and uh,
2: We're
4: gonna see who, who, who got the better fundamentals for our camp, and uh, hopefully it goes right. our way. You said you feel pressure with a lot of guys in here, but how funny is that? Being in
3: physical, physical shape, even football shape, taking a lot of hits. Here. Yeah, I
4: mean. For me, less hits is better, <laughs> you know what I'm i can get enough, you know what I'm saying, but I mean, man, I came back at the same weight I played at last year, uh, and I and I looked bigger, I had enough, so... I think
3: I'm really
4: good. You increased your receiving yards each season. What do you think has been letting you improve in the past? Year? Yeah, man, my goal this year. I was telling them, I said, man, you know, I've had 50 catches, 60 catches, whatever a year, and I still don't have a receiving touchdown. So that's that's one thing that I will say is on my here. And what feels better, than making someone miss in the open field or running? Over? I like them all the same. I like them all the same. <laughs> to me. You know, just winning your one-on-one matchups is always easy. For me, that's what it comes down to. um, Whether it's guys in the hole or open field, I want to have a bragging rights of saying I won more times than I lost.
0: There he is, Josh Jacobs in the Raiders locker room. I love what he said. I threw my arms in the air and Ari had no idea what I was talking about. He said, I've had 50 or 60 catches a season and I still don't have a receiving touchdown. And we talked about that on this very show that I said, I bet that's one of the goals for Josh Jacobs this year. He might not come out necessarily and say, this is what I want to do. I want to catch a touchdown pass. But he has not had a touchdown pass, a touchdown catch yet in his career. That would be awesome to see him be able to check that box. He's done everything else he needs to do, right? I mean, the dude gets basically double-digit touchdowns each and every year, but still hasn't had a receiving touchdown. So I'm glad that he said that as soon as he said that. And I felt like he was going there too, Ari, when he was like, they asked about receiving, and he's yeah. I get 50 or 60 catches but I still as soon as he said but I still I was like oh yeah he knows he's very aware that he has not had a receiving touchdown yet in his career I love it there you go Josh Jacobs for the win <laughs> so <laughs> very excited about uh Josh Jacobs and what he can do in uh in 2023 coming back with the you know just about 12 million dollar one year uh guaranteed deal that he worked up and you heard him also talk about he doesn't know what what they're going to do as far as how many carries he's going to get how many touches he'll get on, uh, on Sunday against the Broncos just because he wasn't there for a while, but he feels good. So that's what's important is that he feels good. Uh, got a couple texts that I'll get to real quick. This one's from Sir Whiskey Ray. Q and Ari, we can't stand the Denver Broncos. In fact, we think their new lo- logo should be a toilet. That's keeping it real. Sincerely, Mama Q, Cheryl from Livermore, and Ari's boo from college. <laughs> that was so random. Very. <laughs> that is so random. That is funny. I like it. I like Sir whiskey Ray. always got a funny one. He did hit us with the real one though. He said, Hey, fantastic show today. Gentlemen, as far as the point spread on the Raiders being an underdog versus Denver, I can give a J Jlos behind what it is because I truly feel we are the better team. In fact, I believe not only will the Raiders cover, but they'll win straight up by 10 points. Numbers don't lie. This win streak versus Denver will continue on Q. I'm pumped for Sunday's game. I wish it was game time. Now Raiders sir, whiskey Ray. And that's the real text from him. And yeah, I'll tell you that uh, that winning six in a row is not that doesn't happen on accident. That doesn't happen just because all of a sudden you you stumbled into a victory here and there. Like you win a game, you might win a couple, but you don't all of a sudden win six in a row because you just got lucky, right? There's something that has to there's there's something that's that the Raiders have the Broncos number, and I don't know if Sean Payton could come in and all of a sudden may wave, wave his magic wand and say, "Oh, this is the this is the problem here. Clean this up and let's go." I don't know. They've had multiple coaches. The Raiders have had multiple coaches. And one thing has stayed the same. The Raiders have beat Denver. So I do absolutely believe that they're going to win on Sunday. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Uh, Normally, I'm not that confident in in Raider games for obvious reasons. But this one, I feel very comfortable and confident that they're going to win on Sunday and start the season off 1-0 and then head to Buffalo. And as Vince, who was on his way to work, said, I don't believe that Buffalo is that great. So one game at a time, of course. But Win this one on Sunday against Denver, man, and, 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 you know, you're not going to get everyone's attention then for the Raiders to going to start to change the narrative and get people on the outside to start really believing in this team. Not that it matters, right? Like I'm in this massive building where many greats have walked through, right? and hallways. I walked through last night after I was done with all my work and I just went through every old sports center studio. I, I saw the pictures on the wall. Like I deep dove into this campus and there's many, many greats out here. Every single one of these guys that have walked through this building and ladies that have walked through this building, none of them have to believe in the Raiders, and they won't care. And and they shouldn't, right? They shouldn't worry about what anybody in this building or any other building or even what I think, right? They shouldn't care about any of that. All that should matter is that they're going to go out there and they're going to do what they do. But for, for people to start, and a lot of times I get caught up in this, Raider Nation gets caught up in this, to start getting the, air quote, respect that Raider Nation is looking for, that first four games of the season, they're gonna to have to go at least three and one. They go three and one in those first four games, someone's gonna say, Oh, wait, man, the Raiders got something cooking out west. Let's let's monitor that. Let's pay attention to that. But we've also seen the Raiders be successful early on in seasons and then not finish correctly. So, you know, there's a there's a I don't want to say a fine line, but there's, you know, a give and a take. You know, you, you want to start out strong, but you also want to be able to sustain it. And that's the thing about it, you know, seasons are long. In November and December, when it gets cold, when it gets to football weather, right, when those pads really start popping, what are you doing in, in November, December? That's going to determine a lot. Uh, also got a text. Matter of fact, got plenty of texts. Uh, this one's from the 925Q. I'm having a bad day at work today. My truck died on me. I had to sit and wait for a tow with new food. Uh, just, no food, just water in this Arizona heat. But a Chiefs loss in Kansas City tonight can make me forget all my problems go lions that's a text from 925 and i hate that for you about your truck dying and sitting out in the heat man that's that's brutal and the other thing i've mentioned being here it's 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 like i brought the vegas heat with me it is extremely hot here i don't know why it's so hot here it's supposed to be i brought a couple sweatshirts and a couple jackets thinking it was gonna be a little bit cooler it's like it's like the damn summer out here it's like, what's going on everyone's looking at me like did you bring this with you i, like, I didn't think so but <laughs> We'll see, uh, but thank you so much for that text. And uh, hopefully, you know, you get your wish. The Lions get that victory again. I I don't buy the Lions until I see it, but you know that that'll take a step in the right direction. To me, believing it is uh, them get a victory over Kansas City tonight. Uh, Glenn from San Jose said, "What up, Q? I'm look look forward to seeing how many plays Tyree Wilson would get on Sunday. He seems to have a quiet assassin mindset. Like I may be a rookie, but I, w- I won't play like one." That's Glenn in San Jose, and yeah, I can I can see that. I'm, I'm excited about Tyree when he is like full go, right? I'm excited about just how many snaps he gets on Sunday. Like you mentioned, I was excited about seeing him against Denver or against Dallas, excuse me, but it was only a handful of snaps. I want to see what he looks like when it's okay. All the restrictor is off, right? There's no governor on the truck. If you put the, the pedal to the metal, it's going to go like, there's no topping out of anything. Like that's, that's what I want to see when he is, Fully 100% healthy, 100% good to go. What can he bring to the table, and how does he bring it to the table? That's that's something I'm definitely looking forward to, because I think that guy could play. I think that he's raw right now, and that's the thing about it. And Max was raw. If you think about it, when Max came into the league, and oh, by the way, his rookie year he had double-digit sacks, he came into the league, he was raw. He really didn't have any fantastic technique, and he'll tell you he had nobody to learn from. He just kind of went out there with uh, effort and energy, and and figured it out, right? So Tyree has the benefit of having Max Crosby alongside of him. Right? So if Max can just influence him at all and help him get to where he needs to be, I think he gets really be molded into a really good player. Like if you have if you have that clay, that, that that potential that Tyree has, that size, that strength, all that's natural, and you're a moldable coach meaning coachable player. The sky is the limit for what you could be, but again, you've got to be available. Availability for Tyree Wilson will be the number one thing. I, I think his raw natural ability is awesome, though. I really do. So uh, you can keep those uh, texts coming and and calls coming as well. Seven zero two. Well, not not a call right now because we have a guest coming up, Vinny New York, But you can keep those texts coming at six nine one eight seven keyword R N R. One quick one from El Paso Raider, Raider Q Ari. Uh, what's good? It's El Paso Raider. I'm looking for Tyree Wilson and Bennett to ball. Hate the uh hate, hate list. Donkeys, chefs, and saints now. LOL. Tell Mailman Raider he gave us a kiss of death. LOL. That's from El Paso Raider. 355 is the time. We'll take a break. Come back. We'll talk to Vinnie Bonsignor, who's at the Raider facility right now. Get his thoughts on the upcoming game and more. It's Radio Nation Radio, 920. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast version of Unnecessary Roughness here on LVSportsNetwork.com, brought to you
2: by Porta Subs.